Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So many of you know that I came to radio after a long career in newspapers. And I started my career in newspapers as a news reporter. I went to college, wanted to be a broadcaster, and was told by a professor, learn how to do hard news, and if you know that, it'll serve you well throughout your career. Okay, so I've talked before about how journalism has changed over the years. And a um, loyal listener to the show, Richard, sent me uh, an email yesterday that Steve Stivers the former <coughs> Republican congressman, now the head of the Ohio Chamber of Commerce, is opposed, Richard said, to House Bill 616. House Bill 616 is Ohio's attempt to mirror or do better than the Florida Parents' Rights and Education Bill, which would keep teachers from indoctrinating kids in sexual gender identity stuff in kindergarten, grade one, two, and three. Okay? So before the age of nine. Can't do that. Stivers is against it. So Stivers is, um, I'm sure, against it. Well, actually, I asked Richard, how do you know Stivers is against it? He said, oh, I saw it. I said, well, tell me where. And he provided me the place where he saw it. And it is a program called the uh, State of Ohio, a weekly news program spotlighting the latest happenings at the State House, in the governor's office, at the Ohio Supreme Court, and throughout the Buckeye State, hosted by award-winning reporter Karen Kassler. Now, Karen is with the State News Bureau, which is funded by your tax dollars and mine, as it is an offshoot of NPR, National Public Radio. I hold a journalism degree. I did this for 20-some years, more than 20. And I know biased reporting when I see it and when I hear it. And so I'm going to play this report from the State of Ohio program, NPR Ohio. And I will stop it as we go through to point out how agenda-driven this reporting is. Remember, the goal in journalism is to do what? Report the news fairly. How is news reported fairly? Both sides of an issue are articulated, detailed. Opponents and proponents of whatever issue is being covered in the news or, in this case, on this Internet television program. So the voice you will hear is that of Karen Kassler of Ohio NPR, Ohio Public Radio, State State News Bureau, statenews.org, 
talking about House Bill 616, and she will throw it to her colleague, Andy Chow. Here we go. Two Republicans in the Ohio House have introduced legislation that puts strict rules against teaching about sexual orientation and gender identity in schools. Ah, didn't take me long to find the first misapplication of the truth, did it? Okay, now is she wrong? Is she lying that it's prohibiting certain things in Ohio schools? No. But could she be more precise, more truthful, by saying that it prohibits it in kindergarten, grades one, two, and three. She could. Why did she not? Because she wants you to believe that this will bar conversations about sexual orientation and gender ideology throughout Ohio schools. Nobody will be able to talk about it. That is what she wants you to believe. So that's why she says in schools instead of the precise grades. If she were reporting a baseball score, she would say, the Indians lost last night five and you're waiting for the, what What was the other score? She's not giving it to you. Okay? So she's giving you half the truth. Here we go with more. The bill is similar to a controversial Florida law. Why is it controversial? Why is it controversial? It got passed. I, it got passed overwhelmingly. The margin by which a law passes is the barometer by which it is either controversial or not controversial. It was not a close vote. Not a close vote reflects the will of the people of the state of Florida who elected the representatives to enact laws that follow the will of the people. So because this law in Florida was passed overwhelmingly, it is really not controversial at all. But it's controversial because she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. We proceed. Which opponents have dubbed the don't say gay bill. Ah, opponents have dubbed it the don't say gay bill. Was that the name of the bill? No. Was that moniker disproven time after time after time after time? Because it's hard to call a bill the don't say gay bill if the word gay is not in the bill, which it is not. She just told you what the opponents call it. Would you like to hold your breath? And see if she tells you what the proponents of the bill call it? Oh, if you do, you'll be a very, very deep shade of blue because she doesn't do that. Notice. LGBTQ advocates, teachers unions, and business groups are rallying against the legislation, which they call harmful to students and educators. Okay. That's fair. They are rallying against it. I presume we're going to get to conservative politicians who support it. Parents who support it, radio talk show hosts who support it. I mean, Karen, if you need somebody to speak up about the merits of this bill, I'd be more than happy to come on. More than happy to come on. Your colleague Joe Ingalls has my number. I'm pretty easy to find on the Internet. I doubt that call is coming. State House correspondent Andy. Uh, what happened there? Andy Chow reports. Oh, here we go. Andy Chow. Lawmakers are proposing legislation in Ohio that would ban schools from teaching about sexual orientation. Ban schools. Would it ban schools? No, it would not ban schools. First, second, third grade kindergarten. Come on, Andy. Do better. Or gender identity to students kindergarten through third grade. That away, Andy. Nice job. I apologize. I was wrong there. You did a nice job with that. My bad. House Bill 616 is similar to a Florida measure, which came to be known by detractors as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, Andy, you were doing so well. You were doing so, so, so well. 
and then you had to go down the detractor road. Are you going to tell me who the uh, what the proponents call it? Let's see. Legislation like this has been cropping up in other Republican-run states. Ah, in other Republican-run states. Hmm. The dog whistle there that uh, Republicans are evil. For students fourth grade and up, the bill would ban education on sexual orientation or gender identity in, quote, a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Well, now, wouldn't we want our schools to be in compliance with state standards? Isn't that the goal of, isn't that why we have laws? Isn't that why we have state standards? Do we want to just free our schools to do whatever they want to do? <laughs> yes, I, know. I see your hands over there, teachers unions. Yeah, I see. That's, you're all about that. He makes it sound like staying within the lines of state standards is a bad thing. I, I was always under the impression that staying within the lines kept you out of danger spots. That's why we have guardrails on mountain highways. LGBTQ advocates sounded off against the bill just hours after it was introduced. Catherine Poe, public policy and communications organizer for Equality Ohio, noted that LGBTQ children are already vulnerable to bullying and mental health issues. Mm, I can't wait to hear what Catherine has to say, but just let's put a little asterisk in our minds after he talks to Catherine. Who will he talk to next? Somebody who, you know, if you're doing it fairly, somebody who offers a differing opinion, Catherine. Let's see if that's how this develops. When we segment children off and tell them that they don't exist and that they don't matter and effectively erase them from the classroom. Is that what we're doing with this bill? We Are, are we erasing them? We're telling them they don't matter? Uh, no. We are just not talking about sex and gender identity. So she's presenting a very easy to dismantle straw man argument here. We're telling them they don't matter. No, we're not. We're not telling them that at all. We're teaching them just like we're teaching other kids in the class so that they know they matter a lot. And say that they can't share their experiences. By the way, the law does not say anything about kids sharing their experiences. It doesn't say the kids can't talk about it. It says the adults can't teach them about it. Come on, tell us the truth now. And their home lives in school, we effectively erase them. We alienate an entire group of young people who need our affirmation and support. Mm, no, that would be your false positioning of what this law expressly does not say. A national survey on mental health conducted by the Trevor Project in 2021 found that 42% of LGBTQ people ages 13 through 24 seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. Now, that is a very troubling statistic. But do they ever look into why that is, other than to blame it on this supposed bullying of people who identify as LGBTQ? Do they ever consider the possibility, address the possibility, talk to psychologists about the possibility that this could be because the confusion that comes from being uh, indoctrinated, affirmed as LGBTQ, uh, denies the child the kind of meaning purpose, and inner peace that they think they're going to find by doing it. And that heightens their desperation and thus results in higher suicide rates. Do they ever talk about that? No, they do never talk about that. Now, Andy Chow continues to report this story, and we will continue to go through and vet his reporting of the story. But I will tell you also next about an instance of bullying in a central Ohio school that's related to the LGBTQ issue, 
but is not of LGBTQ students, but is of straight students who did not do what LGBTQ students demanded they do. That's next on The Bruce Hooley Show. So I'm monitoring the up-to-date Fox News from New York as they're waiting on a police update on the school, uh, not on the shooting, not a school shooting, but the subway shooting. Uh, reports of 13 people shot. Um, initial reports, five people dead. Uh, explosive devices there but not detonated. Uh, there was a an amount of smoke that would call to mind the possibility that one device was detonated. And so if and when we get a police spokesman at the podium, we will bring that to you. Uh, we are going to speak with Dr. Jeff Heyman, Cedarville University economics professor, 1205 today on Elon Musk. Dr. Heyman has sat in meetings during his uh, 29 years in the Air Force with Elon Musk for Musk's, Musk's efforts in space exploration. So he'll have thoughts on Elon Musk's activities this past week with Twitter. And also, we'll mine Dr. Heyman's expertise on what needs to happen in Ukraine for Ukraine to win the war or to hold off uh, Russia's advance on various Ukrainian cities. Okay, so I've been talking about this uh, very agenda-driven report uh, demonizing House Bill 616 in the state of Ohio, which would emulate the Florida Parents' Rights in Education Bill. Say, well, I've never heard of the Parents' Rights in Education Bill. Uh, sure you have. You've just heard it by the name that the left condescendingly calls it, even though it's not accurate and even though it's not fair. They call it the Don't Say Gay Bill, the dispatch the other day when House Bill 616 came to light in Ohio. Ooh, four headlines right away. Don't say gay. Don't say gay. Don't say gay. We called them out on it. They eventually changed it. Uh, Ohio NPR, which gets its money from taxpayers, Republican taxpayers, Democratic taxpayers, if there's an entity out there that should be devoid of opinion, it would be the State News Bureau, statenews.org, or this program on the uh, Public Affairs Channel, State of Ohio. But instead, we get very agenda-driven, very dog-whistle-word reporting from them. So we'll continue after I tell you that I received an email last night from a concerned mom in the Olentangy School District. And uh, in that email was the was a copy of some social media posting distributed around Olentangy Berlin High School. And the posting says celebrate Berlin's LGBTQ+ month month they get an entire month at Olentangy Berlin High School to celebrate the LGBTQ plus ideology what month is heterosexual month what month is evangelical christian month what month is hindu month what month is muslim month is there a month for that i'd love to know things to look out for the posting says ally day 428 day of silence 422. Now that piqued my interest. Day of silence. How can you have school without a day with a day of silence? Doesn't it require an audible exchange of words and voices to teach in a school? Uh, this, by the way, was uh, put on social media by an English teacher 
at Olentangy Berlin High School. Her name is Morgan Thornberry. Uh, she said, Hey, Bears! Gender and Sexualities Alliance celebrates LGBTQ plus pride in April here at Olentangy Berlin High School. And we invite you to get involved in the celebrations as well. To kick it off, we have pronoun bracelets being sold in the Bears Den during lunches all month. They're $3 for one, $5 for three, and we do custom orders. <laughs> I mean, I, I I just got to admit, I am morbidly curious about what the custom orders for pronoun bracelets might be. Be looking out for more updates from me about what's happening this month. More coming soon. Okay, so here's the email from the mom. She says, I've been made aware that Berlin High School is conducting an LGBTQ Day of Silence next week. Last year, Thursday, April 23rd, this very same event was held at Olentangy High School, and it was traumatizing for many. This was led by their, I think it's gay student activities leader, Morgan Thornberry, now at Berlin, and it has included the sale of pronoun bracelets. This event did nothing more than promote divisiveness and bullying by encouraging the entire student body to participate. This is another example that Olentangy Schools is embracing and promoting the development of social justice warriors and activist behaviors. They put targets on the backs of kids that don't comply. They are labeled as dissidents. This is, of course, a violation of the students' First Amendment rights. They are intimidated into silence for fear of social backlash. Last year, three of my friend's daughters came home from school emotional wrecks because they didn't know what to do. They're all super sweet kids. They were very uncomfortable with the message and the movement. And when they wouldn't wear the approved color clothing and wouldn't stay silent all day, they were yelled at by fellow classmates. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. 